everybody, and Happy New Year. I hope you all had a great New Year's. Um, and, uh, well, I'll be honest with you, uh, just to open up the show a bit here. Uh, I was in bed by 9 o'clock. It's such an amateur holiday. Nothing changes from the 31st to the 1st. Uh, I guess you don't realize that when you're young. You know, it's a it's a young thing to just go out and have a good time and, and you know, live it up, have an excuse to live it up. But when you get older, you kind of just kind of whatever. But I'm happy to see you guys on this, uh, well, here, <laughs> talk to you guys here uh, on the New Year edition of Rob's Tabletop World podcast. Now, today we're going to be covering a couple things. Um, number one's a little bit of a controversy uh, I, I want to talk about. And I'm going to talk about some games that I broke out with um, that I'm going over and I'm working on. And the more I learn about them, the more I, I really in, enjoy them. And we're going to start off with that. And then we're going to go into uh, a situation that happened that really made me scratch my head. And you can see a video about it as well. The first thing uh, I, I want to talk about is um, the Barnes & Noble 50% off sale. Uh, uh, this is not an advertisement. Uh, I believe it's going on until about the 5th or the 6th. Um, so if you have a Barnes and Noble near you, you want to go down there because they are, are slashing prices on, on games. Um, I got a bunch of games for like dirt. Uh, I got detective, uh, which is a very good game from, um, uh, portal games. Um, and I, I got it for like five bucks. I mean, how can you go wrong there, right? Five bucks. Um, I also got, um, I got Lost Cities of Ar Arkanak or something like that. Um, a very popular game. Uh, I got a second edition of it because uh, uh, I had gotten it for 20 bucks and uh, I was going to gift it uh, to somebody that was very interested in getting the game but couldn't get the game uh, for themselves or couldn't afford it uh, because of the expense. So I picked that up. Um, and I'm trying to think what else I got. Oh, I got uh, the latest edition of Blitz Bowl um, that was on sale. And I got that real cheap. So I was really, really, really happy with that. So I really suggest that you go down there and you check it out. Uh, I don't think you'll be uh, at all disappointed with the uh, prices. The prices are fantastic. And uh, they do this. Um, oh, you, you know what else I got? Come to think of it. Um, I got actually a couple comic books. I got um, a Frank Miller Batman book for five bucks, which was real, real good. And then I got this Marvel encyclopedia thing of the history of Marvel, 80 years of Marvel. I think I got that for 10 bucks. So that was nice to add to my collection. And again, and again, if you you know if you if you have the means, go down there. You know, usually this is the best time to get stuff is, you know, right after after the holidays, and you know everybody just trying to get rid of whatever excess inventory they have, and uh, just kind of fill in the blanks, pretty much. Also, uh, I went down to the storage center to bring some games back, and I wanted to talk about some games that we're going to be taking a look at. Uh, and I, I really suggest that you, if you have the means to run out and get them, um, I pulled out Starfleet Battles Volume 3. Um, this is a game from Task Force Games. It's out of print, of course, but you can actually go online, I believe. And I, I, I don't have the 
thing. But if you put in Starfleet Battles, there comes up a site where you can actually download and print out all the rules for Starfleet Battles. And what people don't realize is, um, you know, this is probably one of the greatest um, starship battle games you're, you're ever going to play. Uh, set in the Star Trek uh, universe, it is just something that just really sits out there. It's very, very good, very solid. And something that, that um, you know, is it, very historic. It, now, it, to some degrees, it can be very complicated. But if you take your time with it, go over it, watch it. There, there are some videos out there. Uh, there are some tutorials out there. And, uh, you know, while they're a little bit dry, you get the gist of things. And I think that'll really help you um, get the feel for this. And, and that's where I really think that this shines. And you should definitely, um, you know, get this. Now, you can get it on eBay. Uh, you can find it fairly cheap. I mean, I was able to get a bunch of this stuff. Uh, I had a bunch of it. And then, uh, you know, I got even more stuff off ebay like you know 10 20 30 dollars you have to hunt for it some people are crazy and start you know trying to sell it for like 300 bucks that's insane but if you want the original stuff uh it's out there um a lot of people just don't have time for it anymore and i really suggest you uh you know you take a shot and you go pick this up uh you definitely won't be disappointed uh a game i got in over the uh weekend was uh, Twilight Struggle, Red Sea Conflict, and the Horn of Africa. Now, we all know that for the longest time, Twilight Struggle sat at number one on BGG. Now, what does that mean? Pretty much not much. Um, but this this really just is, is a different type of thing. It has a lot of, it has a solitaire system included in it. Uh, so that's that's really going to uh, help you out. Um, you know, uh, Twilight Struggle is a game that you can play um, over Steam, which is very, very, very good. Uh, the Twilight Struggle Red Sea is an addition to GMT's lunchtime series, um, packing deep, deep decision making into a time frame that allows players to get in a quick game or explore different strategies several times in one session. So, I mean, again, here's GMT just doing what they do, uh, really just making some things that are just absolutely fantastic and and and, and um, just really, really <laughs> doing. There's, right now, as far as war games, there is not a company that that, you know, you talk about the quality and everything like that. You know, I, I always think of flying frog, uh, flying, flying pig games. When I, when I start talking about this stuff, but they do just a, a fantastic job as well. But GMT bringing so many of these fantastic games to light and, and here it's really just amazing. And then, you know, the thing with this, you can add this to Twilight Struggle. So you could play it, you could play it on its own and, and have that solitaire experience, which is, which is fantastic. You play in about 35 minutes. Okay. Or you can you you can add this to Twilight Struggle, and 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 it can make you know the game even longer and bigger. 
Okay, which which is cool because if you're tired of Twilight Struggle, this breathes a lot into it and does a fantastic job. Uh, a, a, another just great, great game from GMT. I mean, they are always knocking it out of the park anyways. Um, I brought in a game that another game that uh, I want to take a look at. And that is um, 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 Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Another fantastic uh, uh, deduction game. Um, this is a game that I learned about from, from an old friend, uh, Tina the Board Gamer. Uh, if you haven't seen any of her, her videos, go check them out. Uh, her site's still up. She hasn't done anything in a lot, a lot of years. And she was on this channel for the longest time and has done a whole bunch of things, which was just absolutely uh, glorious. Um, but um, take a look at her video on Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. You're going through trying to solve a mystery and trying to impress, uh, you know, um, Sherlock Holmes, which is really good. And, and these mysteries are just really interwoven. You're trying to figure things out and it's a, it's a great solo experience as well as a great experience with a number of different people. And I brought it in because I, I just been watching a lot of the old Sherlock Holmes, uh, movies. So I went to the storage center, broke it out and just was like, wow, this is just really, really good. And, um, I was really excited about breaking this out and um, maybe get a few plays in, in there with it. Uh, another game that I brought in uh, is Space Empires. Um, I've been itching to play this solo again. And uh, I got to give a, um, a shout out to my boy, uh, J-Play. He put up a picture of it and it just dawned in my head. And I went, man, I love this game. And he was talking about how he was excited to finally get this game because he heard so much about it. And, um, you know, I've got everything for it. It's, I, I consider it one of the, one of the greatest Forex games ever made. Um, I love, um, space empires and it's just a game I wanted to bring back here to start playing with again. And, uh, I'm really excited to get it to the table. So there you have it. That's what's new and going on here. Uh, one of the things that I got in new, we're going to talk about in our next segment because um, there is a lot I want to cover on this uh, because there's a lot of controversy that surrounds this. So um, and, it, and it made me scratch my head when people started, you know, when I started talking about it. Uh, in a vlog. And I said, Oh, you know, somebody sent this to me, man. I don't know a lot of things about certain things, but um, I'll explain the whole situation on the other side of this. Hey, everybody, we're right back here. Now, the other day, I received a gift from a friend, um, a very, very close friend, great designer, uh, Herman Lutman. Um, and he had gifted me from Blacklist Miniatures, um, Fantasy Series 1 Stretch Goals. Um, this also came with something, uh, uh, some figures for the Alter Quest game and uh, just a ton of figures in two boxes. And he said, hey, you know something, you, you know, you like to paint and stuff like this. I had this coming in and I wanted to make sure that uh, I got this uh, to you because I, I felt that you can use it. And I was very thankful. I gave him a call on the phone and we talked about it for a while. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, just 
you know, just, just the salt of the earth. Uh, one, one, one of my closest friends in, uh, in this business, to be honest with you, uh, him, Richard Launius, uh, Pete Shirey, uh, you know, I can name a couple other people, Mark Walker, um, have always, always been very, very, very kind and good to me. And I've been very blessed to have them as friends. And, uh, it, it's a real, a real privilege that when you have good people and there are a lot of good people in this business, uh, you know, a lot of times I spend a lot of time, you know, screaming at the top of the, my lungs about the people that are just not good in this business. And, but, uh, you know, there are just times that, you know, you, you the reason you do what you do and you, the connections that you make, um, really do make a big difference in what you do, uh, each and every day. So anyways, uh, I had done a vlog and I said, Hey, you know, I got this, this thing and I showed it off and I said, you know, I can use some of these figures for Warhammer quest 95. I think this would be really, really good. Well, then I started getting a whole bunch of email. Oh my God, I've been waiting, you know, three years for this. How could you have it? This, that, the other, you know, people just, you know, whining and complaining because they didn't get theirs. Well, how is that my problem? Really? How is that my problem? You don't, you don't have yours. Who's to blame? Is it blacklist uh, games? Is it Kickstarter? Is it maybe the person that, that decided to back this thing? This is the chance that you take with Kickstarter. And this is why I have never Kickstarted anything. Now, don't get me wrong. I support a lot of Kickstarters, uh, meaning that, that people that do Kickstarters and I will make videos for them and things like that because their attentions are good at, at heart. And I do my investigation and if somebody wants me to help them with a Kickstarter, I'm going to make sure that number one, I know the person. Number two, I, I know that they're good people that I can trust. I mean, look at the people from Chronicle of Drongor, um, uh, Dungeon Universalis. I mean, these are all great, great, great people. Now, do things happen where things get delayed? Sure. Especially if you're a small designer trying to survive uh, out there. You're trying to get your first game out there. There's a lot of things that you don't know and suspect. Well, you want to know something? A lot of stuff can, can go crazy. A lot of stuff can go wrong. And it can put delays on there. You may have the best intentions to have something out by the end of the year, but guess what? That's not always the case, is it? That's not always the case. And I really feel for these, these companies that go through this um, in a way. And, 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 you know, you just go, well, you know, this is just, you know, just bad luck for them. You know, uh, you, you know, you got the China thing, you had the COVID thing, you had about 900 different things that could possibly just ruin everything and, and really give, you know, a, a company a bad name. Oh, I've been waiting a year and a half. They promised it a year ago. It never came out. I get no updates. I get this, I get that. Um, I always felt that if you stayed in communication and if somebody asked you something and you, you replied to them right away, that everything, you, you can work through anything. You really could. You really could. And a lot of these companies, you, you know, big companies, 
They don't even reply to these poor people. And that that's where it kind of gets a little out there. And um, I, I um, you know, I, 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 that's, that's why I just won't do it. I won't, I won't go out and I will not go get Kickstarters. I mean, I just won't put my money and you could, because, and people go, well, you know, you have to have the money to be able to throw away. Well, who wants to throw any money away? Especially nowadays. It doesn't make any sense. But who's really to blame? Is it Kickstarter? Is it, is it these companies and stuff like that? I, I think the person to blame is the, the person that you need to look in the mirror. Especially when you start writing me or or somebody else that that makes a video about these things and go, oh, you know, I got this. I wanted to show this off. Well, this leaves a real bad taste uh, in my mouth. I didn't get mine. You know, you sound like spoiled children. You know, this is this is where you know people get you know you know get certain reputations. You know. Because the reputation of a gamer right now is, you know, they're, they're these neckbeard guys that, that just live with their, their mom. Same thing with video games. They get the same type of reputation. You know, spoiled little millennials that don't, don't get their way. Listen, if you put your money out there, okay, you have to be willing to take the risks. You can be upset all you want that you didn't, that you didn't get what, what you were hoping to get. And then didn't play through. But when you decided, when you decided to go, oh, yeah, you know something? I'm going to back this. That's on you. Nobody else. That is totally on you. And nobody can be blamed but you. You have to look in the mirror. You can't go, you know, you can't sit there and go, well, why does he have his and I don't have mine? Well, yours haven't gotten to you yet. Does it mean you're not going to get it? Well, there's, there's some Kickstarters that you're not going to get get anything from. But the minute you hit, yes, I'm going to back this. The only person that you can ever blame is you. Is you. Nobody else, folks. Nobody else. You're going to have to look in the mirror and take a good look at that guy. And, and, and you know, this isn't a popular reply. This isn't a popular answer to things. You know, this is going to make some people upset, I'm sure. Okay? Because you made a mistake. It's like if you decided to, you know, somebody sells you on, on betting on a horse. Okay? Hey, I'm telling you right now. Number fifth, number five in the ninth. Bet everything you got on it. And if you go and bet on it, there's, you can blame the guy that gave you the information, but the real truth is the person that you should be blaming is yourself. Nobody else is yourself. That's the person in the mirror. That's the person that, that has the checkbook. That's your money, not theirs. Anybody, anybody can do anything. Anybody can spend anybody else's money very easily. But when you take your money, and you put it up on the, on the chopping block. There's nobody to blame but yourself. If you got PT Barnum always said, "There's a sucker born every day." And with a lot of these Kickstarters, 
Heck, look at Peterson Games. What a bunch of criminals they are. Okay? And they are criminals, folks. Because they are taking your Kickstarter money. They'll, they'll sell you on an idea or they sold you on an idea. And they were just trying to pay for the stuff that they already, the prior Kickstarter, because they got themselves in trouble. Finally, it's at a point where they are now. They're on death's door. There's a lot of companies like that out there. People want to chew up on, on Cool Mini or not. Oh, well, you know, why should these big companies use that as a, as a, uh, as a reserve policy or, or, or prepay policy? That's not what Kickstarter, that's not the heart of Kickstarter was, was, was for. No, probably wasn't. But you want to know something? Cool Mini or not always delivers. Simon always delivers. Okay. They always get their game out to you. Hey, do they even run into problems? Hey, there's been a lot of stuff going on with shipping. Okay. And a lot of companies should, should get a free pass here. But if people don't keep in contact with you, that's on them. Yeah. They need to just keep, you know, they should do all the things right. But if they were there and they sold you on a bill of goods and you bit, I think it's time you start looking in the mirror, folks. I think it's time you start looking in the mirror. And that's the truth of, of, of all things. Really take a real good look in the mirror. Don't blame your lot on life on everybody else. I mean, Kickstarter is a very tricky thing anyways, folks. I mean, let's be honest. You know, there just the more variables can go wrong. And, and there have been a lot of great positive experience. And of course, you know, you get that one person that comes out and goes, well, I backed a whole bunch of Kickstarters and I've never had a problem. I've never had a problem. And that's why I'll, you know, Kickstarter is the greatest thing. Well, of course it is. Because you haven't had a problem. But boy, the minute... One time you lose a hundred bucks or something like that, or 50 bucks or, 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 or pledge level, or, or they don't, they change something and, and, and upset you. Also Kickstarter doesn't look that good anymore. Does it? Sure. doesn't. It sure doesn't. That's for sure. Well, you know, and the funny thing is, you know, I don't know enough about these things. So I, when I make these videos, I get something, I take a look at it. I go, wow, this is pretty cool. Why? Because I just got it. I look at it and I, you know, I make a video on it and it's from my perspective. Hey, I just got this in. I didn't know this was on Kickstarter. I didn't know this was some kind of uh, thing with a problem because I don't get myself involved with it. And that's part of the reason why I don't is because when something does come out, even though it may be this troubled thing that might, might have taken five or six years, when I get it, it's brand new to me because it's, a lot of times it's the first time I'm I'm learning about it. And for me, hey, that's a home run. I don't have my money out there invested in it, nor do I care. So I just wanted to touch on that because it was just something that really rubbed me the wrong way a bit, and it's like, okay, you're blaming me because you didn't get your your Kickstarter. I mean, really? All right. Well, good luck with that. And I hope you get it. I do. Because nobody should get get ripped off or their money taken from them. 
but it ain't my lot in life. I'm not the one that backed it. So uh, just a just a little tidbit there. We'll be back with our next segment right after this, folks. Hey, everybody. Here we are with segment three. Man, I can always find stuff to talk about. That's for doggone sure. Well, I, again, like I said at the opening, I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful New Year's. As a matter of fact, uh, the day I'm taping this is January 2nd. Um, not, I, I still got another week off, which I'm just excited about. Um, and it's one of those things where, um, you know, you start thinking, you know, this is kind of actually the true holiday Sunday was, you know, New Year's, New Year's Day, but. Um, you know, federally, this is the day that we celebrate the holiday and, you know, the, a lot of, you know, the kids are still out of school and stuff like that. I think, I, as a matter of fact, it's been so long since my, I had kids that gone to school. I don't know when they go back to school. I would think probably tomorrow, which is the third, but, uh, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm just kind of you know, trying to get this done and, you know, I want to get this ready for Wednesday, um, because I got a bunch of stuff this week, you know, my pups, uh, got their yearly, uh, appointment. We always schedule it right after new year's. So, uh, I got to take them tomorrow, which is, uh, the third. Um, and then, uh, uh, I believe I'm going to go into work, uh, for the fourth, uh, for a bit. And, uh, you know, just, uh, I've, I've got some things I've got to take care of and then, uh, I'll be off for a, a little bit more and, and so forth and so on. But I started thinking, you know, this is the kind of time, you know, it, it, it's been a rough couple of years for the gaming industry, you know, with COVID, all the shipping issues, a lot of games, conventions being canceled. Uh, you know, last year we saw them come back, but I don't think you saw them come back to the extent uh, that you would have liked to see them. Uh, you know, I'm hope I'm happy for, you know, people like Tom Vassell and stuff like that, you know, because that's a big thing for their income and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, one of the best conventions I've ever gone to and, and, you know, regardless of what I, how I think or feel about, uh, the dice tower, um, is, um, the dice tower con. I mean, that was the very first gaming con I ever went to. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, I, you know, I've been to like war gaming conventions, um, but never, you know, a gaming con of that extent, um, where it, it just kind of, it, it, it really celebrate. Tom has a great way of just celebrating games and does a great job of it. And, um, you know, he's been around for a long time as a writer and as a reviewer and, you know, regardless, he deserves a, 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 just a certain amount of respect and, and admiration for what he's done in the hobby. I mean, really, um, what he's been able to do is just in, in, in incredible. You know, from, from a, a little convention that was only 300 people, uh, you know, now to, you know, you got a Dice Tower East, you got a Dice Tower West, you got cruises, you got, you know, all this other stuff that, that he really just shines at and and uh, really does a, a, a great job with. But, you know, you wonder, you know, will, you know, the, 
can an origins survive after all this? You know, can't, is this the year, okay, where gaming comes back or are people over it? Are people over the whole gaming industry in a way? And, you know, are you, are you getting enough different games? I mean, last year was, was probably one of the best years for games I've ever experienced. And yet people were kind of down with gaming, which was kind of weird. I mean, it really was just this weird, weird thing that, you know, you, you know, you couldn't put a finger on more or less. And, you know, does, does, does it come back? Does it come back to the way it was before this whole COVID thing? You know, even, even if I can say that on here, who knows, you know, the, the way they ban people and cancel people nowadays. Um, you know, can you mention COVID? <laughs> you know, and, 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 and COVID was a big, big player in, 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 in kind of how things went over the last year, uh, a couple of years in gaming. You know, you didn't get a lot of games come out that were overwhelming. You didn't get a lot of games that, um, uh, you know, the usual mount that you would get. Matter of fact, I think you saw more at Essen towards the end of this year, which was a good sign. But, you know, when you would talk Gen Con, you were talking, you know, over a thousand games. There wasn't a thousand games out there. There, there were, there were prototypes and stuff like that, but there, there wasn't the releases that you would see from a lot of these companies. And a lot of these big companies learned the lesson over COVID. Not to, you know, not to, not, not to do these conventions. It's a huge, massive expense to showcase a bunch of games, to put up a booth and all this other stuff. They're, they're realizing that they can do more over the internet than, than, you know, by, by having like, you know, release parties over the internet, than to actually set up a team and have them put in those four days of work at some of these conventions. That's why you don't see the CMONs and, and uh, you know, the old Fantasy Flight um, type of booths there anymore. It, it was too much of an expense. You know, is, is gaming dying out or is this the year that it makes its massive comeback? I personally think that it's going to make a bit of a comeback this year. I think things really kind of try to get back to normal. Now, has there been too much damage done? That's the question. I mean, will you see more stuff this year? Yes, I think so. Will you see more people um, as a presence at, at, at some of these conventions? I think so. But are they going to be choosier with the conventions? Does an Origins survive? Okay. You know, does an Origins stand stand out? Because a lot of people didn't go to Columbus this year. I will tell you that much. And there wasn't an overwhelming presence at, at, at Gen Con. It wasn't like it was in the past years. Now, listen, you know, the law of Newton, whatever goes up must come down. Okay? You, you know, nothing, nothing lasts forever. 
except I think board gaming, to be honest with you, because it's been around for so doggone long. It's gone through its ups, its downs. Have its glories days gone? That's a question that I have for you folks. It's a question that I, I, I wonder. Are the glory days gone? Has, has the last eight years that have just been unbelievable, I mean, unbelievable, for board gaming as a whole? Is it, is it over? Are we on the downslide? And, you know, did, did COVID bring this about? It's a, you know, it's an interesting thing to think about. And this year is going to be very, very interesting. I think you're going to tell early, early on. Okay. You know, a, a lot, a lot of people have, have, have really, really, you know, changed how they're, they're doing things. You know, you have a recession coming on too. Let's not forget that. That's not making things any easier. People are are, are going back and, and 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 revisiting games that they have sitting on their shelves. The days of excess are you know seem to be gone. Unless there's really something out there that that people really need to have. Everybody had to have you know Oath Swarm, which is glorious. My game of the year, folks. My game of the year. Everybody had a habit. Understandably so. Understandably so. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a great game. But are you going to save and, and, and not just buy, well, you know something, I'm going to buy everything that comes out. Because that's the way, you know, I used to be. Or now, are, you know, are you going to be a little bit more selective? A little more choosy when it comes to the stuff that you, you want to purchase. It's really, really an interesting dilemma that, that is transpiring. You know, I wonder how this will all play out. And it's going to be a very interesting year because it's going to be a very telling year. Because this is going to be, hey, we're back and we're back at full strength. Or this is going to be, uh-oh, it's time to come up with plan, you know, plan B. How are we going to adjust to the new reality. And, you know, I, I, I really wonder, you know, in a lot of ways you think, well, you know what, you know, people are finally going to just be able to get out and, 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 and do things the way they, they used to, but has there been so much damage? Have people found other things? of interest. It ought to be an interesting year. Another point is, hey, is it the same old game? You know, how many work and replacement games can I have? Okay. How many dungeon crawls can I have? I can, I can, you know, for me, for us dungeon crawl fans, <laughs> there's never enough. You can tell the same story a thousand times. And, and and will bite every time. Maybe that's the same way with work replacements and and you know some some of the euro mechanisms and things like that. You know, oh, it don't matter. Just put it in a you know the eighteen hundred somewhere. Uh, I'm a farmer. Great, great. Send it my way. I'll buy it. You know, maybe that is, or maybe people are just kind of like, well, is there something new out there? 
is there something different? You know, my gaming group, uh, you know, we're kind of tired of playing the same old thing. Does anybody have any new fresh ideas? You know? I don't know. Ought to be interesting. It ought to be a very interesting year. I think 2023, you know, it's kind of like the Marvel movies in a lot of ways. You know? Boy, those that, that phase one and phase two was amazing, wasn't it? Sure was. And then when you got Endgame and, and everybody, you know, the big payoff and wow. Wow. What a story. Ten years. Ten years in the making, right? People grew up on this stuff. Now all of a sudden it just... It's kind of taking that weird turn where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, another superhero movie. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I remember it's a thing from childhood, but kind of over it. What's next? What's next? I guess we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how it all pans out. And that's the fun thing about it. Hey, we got nothing but, but, nothing but time. We get to sit back and watch how it all pans out. Now, I always hope the best. I really do. I enjoy doing this. It's not going to stop me from doing what I do. I mean, there, there are so many games out there. So many older games that I haven't even touched on yet. Hey, folks. I'll be more than happy to bring them to you. And talk about them here on the podcast. That's for doggone sure. I'm not going to stop how I do things. But... Maybe, maybe you stop listening. Maybe you stop watching on the YouTube channel. Maybe you go, huh, you know, I'm kind of over this whole thing. Maybe I'm going to go buy a Steam Deck. Maybe I'll go spend all my time playing that. That's not a bad idea. Hmm. Again, here we are, January 1st. Kind of interested to see how we'll be talking about this come uh, December, December 30th next year. You know, our year in review when we go, hey, boy, what a year this was. Either it's going to be the greatest year or it is going to be a transitional year. I, 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 it, it, it can be one of a couple of things and we'll get to sit back and we'll get to see how it all pans out. That's for doggone sure. All right, folks, let's go to our final segment and uh, then we'll get on out of here for sure. All right. Uh, we'll see you on the other side of this. Well, folks, here we are in our final segment here uh, of our very first podcast of 2023. I'm going to tell you, uh, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up this year. First of all, on the channel, you know, we're about to hit a milestone, which uh, is the only thing that when I started this, I really wanted to hit. And uh, that is, uh, I wanted to hit 20,000 people. I felt, you know, I saw some some channels when I first started doing this at 20,000. I thought, my God, that is just such a magical, unbelievable number because it always made me think about that time I went to Madison Square Garden to go see Larry Sabisco and Bruno San Martino fight uh, in the garden. And there were 20,000. And it was the most amazing thing I had ever seen in my life. And it was just one of those things that stuck with me as a young kid. 
well, I wasn't that young, you know, but you know, it, it was just something that I never dreamed of. I never dreamed, you know, growing up in Connecticut, you know, going to New Haven Coliseum all the time where we could fit maybe five, 6,000 people in there. Now, when I finally went to Madison square garden, you know, just the pure magic of it. Uh, I also saw a ranger, um, I saw the Rangers play at Madison Square Garden during the Stanley Cup. I was able to get uh, some some tickets, and oh man, what a, what what a time that was! What a time that was! Uh, just a, just just a magical magical moment for me, and I've just always um, had this thing, you know, you know, when you see twenty thousand people, I always felt that you know it was just if I could do that. If I can have as many people following the channel as I could that were in that arena that one day, uh, I felt I would would be somewhere. And we're, and, and we're going to hit that number at some point this year. And uh, for, for me, that's all I've ever wanted to do YouTube-wise. But, you know, this should be just one of those years that, that really is a benchmark year. And I'm really looking forward to uh, bringing you a podcast that is a little different from from what everybody else does you know i'm not here to sell you anything i'm not here to to make bad jokes with some some partner here uh it's just me and you we're just talking you know we're just talking games life pop culture all these type of things things that happen here on the farm uh uh my thoughts on certain subjects things that that happen you know, in the gaming world here and uh, painting and all the other things that I do. And uh, uh, for those of you that have listened, which there's quite a few people that listen to this and I'm completely shocked by it. Um, I, it wasn't something I really expected. And a matter of fact, there's still a lot of people that don't know that I have a podcast that follow my YouTube channel, Rob's Tabletop World, uh, that uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just humbled by this. Um, and it's something I really enjoy, uh, because I think I could be a little freer here with just a microphone and myself and just talk my thoughts. And, um, I think this is just, uh, one of those platforms that, uh, really works for me uh, really fits. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, this is our sixth episode already. Right. And, uh, um, you know, again, uh, all we ask is that you listen, give us a, um, a like or a five-star review. I still like to know what that does. If somebody can email me at novaprime860 at hotmail.com and let me know what happens when you do that, um, I, would, I, I would love to know. <laughs> it, it, it would really help. And uh, also, if you have any any questions that you want for the podcast or anything that you'd like to hear about or my thoughts on certain things, please feel free to get a hold of me here at NovaPrime860 at Hotmail.com. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about the podcast. And, uh, and you know, we continue to grow. I'm learning how to do this. Uh, this is not something uh, I'm very... Uh, I'm not very good with techie stuff. So, um, you know, having a, a podcast like this is, it's, it's just something that's new for me. And, um, I really, 
am excited about this. I can, I, I enjoy bringing this to you every week, uh, every Wednesday, you know, we get to sit down and talk for a bit and I hope you guys are enjoying it too. And, uh, let me know your thoughts again. Uh, you can get a hold of me at NovaPrime860 at Hotmail.com. Usually while I'm painting something, I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, so it's, it, it, it really kind of, um, as a matter of fact, uh, I'm painting Interceptor as we speak. Uh, I, I did a, a live uh, paint through of a couple of the, the ships, and I wanted to do the rest because, again, this is a game that we are really going to be talking about uh, and, and showcasing on the channel. And I'm sure we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about this after a live playthrough and uh, let you know uh, some, some, some thoughts on this. This is really something special. And, um, you know, that's the nice thing. I, I, I can sit, relax, paint, and talk to you guys here on the podcast, kill two birds with one stone, and uh, really enjoy doing it. And that's, uh, that in itself is something special. I look forward to what we've got planned this year. Uh, we've got guests coming on. Uh, I talked to Herman Lutman. Uh, we're going to get him on here. Uh, we're going to have some really, really great designers that you don't get to hear from a lot. Um, this is a guy that, that you really need to hear from. You need to learn, uh, not learn, but, but he has a lot of interesting takes on things and he'll always be honest with you. And he's one of those designers. I mean, if you played Dawn of the Zeds, you are not going to be disappointed. And, uh, uh, some of the other stuff that he's done that has just been absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to get him on here. I'm going to get my, my friend Richard Launius on here. We're going to get Pete. From uh, Pete Chirey, I'd like to get on here uh, so, so you can hear some things uh, about CMON. Um, maybe get some other channels on here. I would love to have uh, uh, Candice, Candice uh, from BGG. Uh, she said she'd come on. So we got a ton of guests that we can get on here, and uh, I'm really excited to bring this to you and um, just kind of give you a different look at things. And... Um, um, you know, not, not, not sugarcoat things, just bring it to you, bring it to you how I see it. And, uh, I don't know, you know, from an old guy's perspective, that's a, that's the best way to put it. All right, folks, until next time, it is your old pal, Rob saying, we shall see you soon. Uh, be sure to be on the lookout for our podcast and videos on our YouTube channel, Rob's tabletop world. Please support our sponsor, uh, miniature market, another fantastic company and uh we'll see you next week <laughs>